it's Tony Chapman, and welcome to Chatter That Matters. In this age of noise, I cut through the chaos and the confusion to focus on what matters most to your life, your career, your community, and our planet. At the beginning of every podcast, I ask an essential question, and then together, we go on a quest to mine for insights and identify the big ideas that will help you get to where you need to go. What does Boston Bib Lettuce, a fixed price all-you-can-eat buffet menu, have to do with our upcoming elections? Well, have you ever reached for the Boston Bib Lettuce when filling your plate at a buffet line? My bet is no, because we know the dance. You're balancing a plate, underneath you're clutching your napkin and cutlery, and the choices in front of you overpower you. But you're in a line, you have to keep moving down this endless parade of food. You share a common goal with everybody else, how to take this all-you-can-eat, fixed-priced menu down. And that requires a strategy. You need to make mission-critical decisions. You want to leave room for the succulent ribs, the barbecue chicken, the breaded shrimp, Alaskan king crab legs, the protein where you know you're going to get your money's worth. However, to get there, you have to pass through the warm loaves of bread, the fresh butter, and then there's the salad bar and steamed vegetables and cobs of corn. Salad, without question, this is the area with the most color and plate appeal. It's also a signature because you know when you get back to the table, your friends are going to look over to see if you put anything on that treasure hunt that was healthy or to just try to stack those breaded chicken balls bathed in a red syrupy sauce that is far removed from Mother Nature as color and taste can be. But the salad bar, you might be enticed by the caprese salad with tomatoes and mozzarella, chopped red onions with balsamic reduction or that kale with cranberries and walnuts. Even the tried and chewed Caesar with the garlicky croutons and bacon bits deserve a second look. But that Boston bib lettuce as a base just doesn't stand out. It might look good, it might be fresh, but it lacks bite appeal. So what does all of this have to do with the upcoming election? Everything, and let me explain why. Political campaigns are like a buffet line. And voters will be overpowered by an endless parade of slogans and messages and promises. The difference here, though, is that each party likes to serve up their own dishes, and they're all color-coded. The red is for the liberals, blue for conservatives, orange for the NDP, green for the Green Party, and some combination of all for the People's Party. So how do you choose? What gets your vote? Well, at the front of each line is a giant standee of the leader holding their campaign slogan. My plan for Canadians? Lower the cost of living and leave more money in your pockets. I ask you, consider the Green Party. We will fight for more affordable housing, for medication coverage for all, for less student debt, and better wages. I got into politics to help people, like the people I've served here in Papineau for it's more than a decade. It's time to try something new. Vote for your values. This overriding promise to perform a promise they hope will attract your attention and entice you. The Liberal line is blazing in red glory, and a cardboard standee of a standing Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, his signature rolled-up shirt, movie star looks, he's holding his sign, choose forward, as he beckons you to his endless line of election promises. Or will we continue to move forward? And don't forget, this is the Liberal line. You know that no matter what your appetite is, age, gender, ethnicity, problem to be solved, there's going to be something there to entice you. 
The next line over is the opponent, Andrew Scheer. He lacks the photogenic qualities of the incumbent. He seems to be always staring away from you, but he's leaning on a sign with his slogan. He's so proud of what the PCs are offering. Because it's time for you to get ahead. He even had his own campaign song commissioned, and it's pretty catchy. line is the NDP. There's lots of holes. It seems they're lacking candidates to serve. But Jagmeet Singh is a dashing prince. He's proud of his ethnicity. He even let his hair down in some of his Quebec ads. And he isn't blinking despite the horrible polls. His slogan, I'm in it for you. Because you deserve someone on your side. Elizabeth May and the Green Party? Well, that, that slogan confuses everyone. Not right, not left but forward again. We're running strong candidates to be strong MPs because we want to work for you. And Maxine Bernier, his jaw looks to be protruding a foot from his standee and what a slogan, strong and free, lifted right from our national anthem. You are Canadians and I will do everything for you as a Canadian. It's a tough choice. But when you step back and look at it, aren't the liberals and conservatives saying the same thing? Liberals choose forward, conservatives get ahead. We've put more money in people's pockets. These are things that are making a real difference in people's lives. To make life more affordable, to leave more money in the pockets of Canadians. If that isn't Boston Bib lettuce in terms of bland eaten before with an expiry date, what is? Well, there's always the NDP. For years, this party had so many voters fall in their lap, the anyone but liberal, anyone but conservative but not this year. Singh seems to be uninviting versus inviting, and most people have lost interest in that party. May and Bernier will know will serve really interesting sound bites, really explosive comments like our planet is dying or stop immigration. But voters deep down know that much lack policy and substance. But here's where it gets interesting. The food fight. See, unlike the Wild West with the shootout in the OK Corral, or the days of chivalry with muskets at dawn, politicians love their food fight to happen when they're standing at a podium, playing to their partisan crowd with no dangers of opponents retaliating. Or when they bombard you with those cheesy and formulatic election ads with just the right amount of smiling, sincerity, empathy, and ethnicity. I don't know about you, but I find them tough to digest. But politicians avoid head-on collisions, and this year, Trudeau, the incumbent, is even saying no to almost every debate. But the one thing that will make this election year different is that the food fight will be fed into your social media feed. Data aficionados will garner information on how individuals, voters, think, feel, and behave, and then serve up the food they know they want to bite into. Parents with young kids, don't get distracted by all those television ads or royal pipelines. Let me talk to you about child benefit programs and warn you that the other guy is going to take them away. Elderly, let's talk about free pharmacare. Students, I bet you you want to bite into better tuition or reducing student debt. Young and married, did I tell you about our lower mortgage program? And why the other ones want to take away your right to a house? Universal income will be dangled in front of the disadvantaged pipelines where people are sitting on Canada's massive reserves of oil. So voters, you need a strategy to ignore the social media and to choose the line and to cast your vote 
on what you believe makes the best case for Canada. Here are three things I want you to consider. Number one, this isn't a buffet with a fixed price menu. Every promise comes with a price tag. And more than ever, we are borrowing money to pay for it. One day that money will have to be paid back. Two, a lesson you learned early in life is never shop for groceries when you're hungry. The same lesson can be applied to voting. Don't stick your ballot in a bowl of entitlement just because it looks promising to you. Three, understand the power of data. Politicians will use what they know about you to feed into your insecurities. They'll poke their finger into your festering wounds and sores. They'll blame their opponents for your infection and proclaim that their band-aid will cure all. They'll promise benefits and jobs and universal income and tuition relief, free pharmacare, whatever else they feel you will swallow. You know, voting shouldn't be an afterthought, nor should you immediately fall in love with the party you voted before. So ask yourself, as we lead into our election, what leader and party is best to serve the collective needs of our country? What leader and party has the courage and conviction to harness all the wonders of Canada, our diversity, our natural intellectual resources, our access to global markets, our moral compass that points away from the populism creeping into the world? What leader will act in our interests versus their self or partisan party interests? What leader, when they make a mistake, will be accountable versus trying to deflect? What leader will focus on creating an economy that lets us grow our way forward versus bore our way there? Economy that creates purposeful jobs, that is productive, and has the strength to support the social net that defines Canada, the true north, strong and free. It's Tony Chapman. Thanks for listening to Chatter That Matters. You've been listening to Chatter That Matters. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. You can connect with Tony on Twitter at Tony Chapman, through LinkedIn at Tony Chapman Reactions, or visit his website, TonyChapmanReactions.com. Chatter That Matters is produced by Tony Chapman Reactions and Eye Contact Productions.